I know that you've all been prepared for this, but I thought I'd just remind you just the same. Can you handle that? Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. We got Karen Mack in the back. This is Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. All right, Noel, tis the season. Tis. Tis the season for horror and slashing and gorishness. October know. is officially <laughs> the start of our Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I heard someone say, like September is Halloween Eve or October Eve. Yeah, or something. absolutely. Like, yeah, and like during this month, like we planned a lot of shit. We've taken a break from Dark Side because we just want to pound out the fucking horror uh, content over the next few yeah. weeks. And we decided like the best way to do this is to jump from location to location to location, take a few famous stops along the way to some different like fucking little horror locations. Starting off with, you know, Derry Main. Derry where, where, Main. Where are we going? Where else are we going to start off? Like you know what I mean? The master of horror, Stephen King. Like even yeah. though it's literature and like, but there's probably been nobody in modern history or even in history in general that has had their creative works adapted more freely and more often. Well, I think that's that's a measurable thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, I think it was probably fair to say. Yeah, I think he's had like sixty-two adaptations. Or yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, like The Shining has been made like you twice. know, twice and things and like, like that. You know, so like yeah, and it straight away that's been made it, twice. it's been made twice yeah. and and, the seg- and in segments as well. So yeah. it one and two. Yeah, so. yeah. There's yeah, many of his works have been remade because like he's been oh, so perfect yeah, for um, so long. What was the one? That was just remade there. Amber Heard and well, Puppy Goldberg, staying the stand. Oh, the stand. Yeah, oh, that, that was, was a nineties made for TV was, was movie. Good? I haven't seen it to be honest with you. My better half has, and she was enjoying it. But um, yeah, your man's in it. Um, the Skarsgård. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, a cool thing, yeah. Actually, because I'd say he's in with them. Obviously, yeah, you know, he's in good with them. Um, um, but yeah, but he, you're absolutely right. Stephen King is a once in a generation. Yeah, if that. He's like a horror Shakespeare or something. He kind of is. It's kind of weird, isn't it? But and but this and what we're about to dive into, I I think it was such a great yeah. concept. Have you read the book? Yes. Uh, have you? Yet? I have. I read yeah. it back. It's like a thousand pages long, or something. It's a thousand pages long, man. And um, is it a good book? It's a very good book, and it's 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 got a lot of stuff that you couldn't put in a film, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh, it's a brilliant. Do it's, you mean it, in terms of content or pacing? In in terms of content. Yeah. Uh, there's a sex scene between the the losers. Yeah. So that they'll remember instead of cutting themselves. They have an they, orgy. They have an orgy with Bev. Yeah. So it's that's correct. It's probably yeah, yeah. It's it's like I, I love it. People kind of came for Stephen uh, King over this, and I was like, yeah. There's also a clown that terrorizes and eats children. Uh, you know, like it's, yeah, but it's, it's not, kids not fucking each other. Yeah, all. yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? You know, it, I dare say that's a bit taboo. Yeah, but I think the clown itself is spoiling innocence. But when you have kids spoiling their own innocence, excellent and, point. You know what I mean? Like I excellent think, point. I think that's the total difference. I'll like, actually you know? give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't have a counterpoint, uh, to especially that, yeah. because like when you have such a wholesome group. Like the way they yes. portrayed in the movies, maybe it's different in the books. I never read the books, but I've yeah. Seen, I've seen well, the in the books, it was it was kind of like Beverly kind of knew that this is something a boy will always remember. It would be their first time. Yeah, their first orgy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it was uh, at, at all. Uh, but uh, 
So I think that was it. Like uh, something a boy with first remember their first DP. Yeah, oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? like, it's like uh, it's like Stephen King. Just chill for a second. Yeah, yeah, think yeah. Think about how's his editor passed that off? Like, yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah, he's editor. He's editor does what he's fucking told. It's Stephen King. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but like you know. Uh, but no, it's a great book, and it has. I mean, I just thought I thought thought Pennywise. Maybe make so... it nine hundred and fifty pages long. Leave yeah, out the kid yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like you know, the hepatitis C bottle. What's, yeah. wrong, what's wrong with a scar in the hand? You know, <laughs> a scar in the hand leads to two in the bush. Right? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so like no, like like when we were growing up, one of the most fucking fearsome thing that was on TV that we could see, like especially in Ireland. Oh god. Gotcha. Like the 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 choices we have now are far flung from the choices we had back then. That's very, very and, true. And one thing we did have though was the It miniseries. Yes. And Pennywise Quite frequently. Yeah, exactly. Pennywise uh portrayed by Tim Curry fucking scared the shit out of many a kid like like our Me amongst them. Yeah, like our generation, like like there's only like 15 years between us, like and you, you as a young adult, seen this and like you were scared. And I was a child at the time. Yeah, <laughs> fucking <hell>. fair. <laughs> I am older, uh, but no, no, this film scared the shit out of me. I'm not afraid to admit it. Like yeah. that's bad as a kid. Yeah, I always just again, like I mean, I, this we were talking just an hour ago about. Uh, bad guys in movies that are based on belief. Yeah. Like there's Freddy Krueger, there's Candyman, and there's um, Pennywise, yeah. the dancing clown. Uh, and I just thought like Pennywise is like the waking version of Freddy where he could literally just walking through your daily life. He can change the entire world around yeah. you. Uh, and it was, he was just such a terrifying entity. And I always loved, even now, even though Skarsgård did such an amazing job, I always loved Tim Curry's just dead. But I, I actually just think, what's wrong, Georgie? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He just had this great... He just seemed very human, yeah. if not a bit goofy. Well, Skarsgård always seemed supernatural, supernatural and creepy to yeah. me. Um, but so that was what was just oh, I, I, he was he was so psychotic. Yeah, it was a scary film growing up, man. Yeah, and uh, it was a high bar for us, like. But you know, like we complain about everything being remade, but I was excited about this remake. I have to say, yeah. like. Especially when you hear Warner Brothers are doing it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And originally, Kari Fukunaga, who did True Detective, was uh, attached to it, and then he fell away. He's got a screenwriting credit still. And, like, uh, Andy Machete took over the guy who's actually going to do the new Flash movie, uh, Flashpoint. Um, but, like, so it had it was a bit of a tumultuous kind of, like, uh, production process. But, like, to hear some, like, Warner Brothers were going to fund, like, a, a high-level horror movie... It, oh it, God, it doesn't yeah. happen very often like you know no. like like if it wasn't made then it was probably would have been Blumhouse would probably would have done it eventually yeah. like you know what I mean for and, a quarter of the price yeah exactly yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know and it probably would and this had production value yeah you, this did it, it did have high production value yeah and that's one thing about it, it was such a crisp like uh, I can't say superhero movie but it was such a crisp horror movie though like, yeah. you know what I mean and that's one thing you can feel the budget. so many great set pieces yeah like, but you can actually you, know, you can feel the quality of it you know like do you know I think it will um, chapter one will age really well like you know when you watch a lot of movies from your era and you're like how will that look in 10 years time even trying to look at it through the lens of its time yeah exactly yeah mm. and the fact that the 35 million looks like it was spent you know that kind of oh god yeah yeah and it's few, there's few things that horror movies rarely have is a big budget like, you know, in most horror movies are made about between 10, 15 million tops. Like, maybe you get a quiet place that pushes into maybe a 20 million zone, if even. Like, and to have a, a $35 million horror movie and to actually see that fucking money put on the screen 
you know what I mean? Like, and that's what the thing I got excited for when I was building this up. It's like, it was so scary as a, a TV miniseries when I had like very small budget, obviously, like, you know what I mean? In comparison to a high level, well, like a mid-level blockbuster, like a 30, 40 million uh, dollar picture, like, you mm. know what I mean? And that's when I got really excited. And then uh, Carrie Fukunaga was attached to it. And I love True Detective season one. I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And then like, when I heard he fell away, I was like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Yeah, and yeah. then like, when I seen the first trailer, I was like, Nice. Oh, I even yeah, I remember the first <laughs> time I seen Pennywise. Yeah. The new, you know, from behind the balloon, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got this smile that kind of goes up by his eyes up into his yeah. forehead, the the makeup. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and no, it's a very dark rendition of him. I think Clown, there's a movie called Clown from a few there years is, ago. Yeah, and I think yeah. that had a big effect on the aesthetics of Pennywise and how he looks. Yeah, and I remember he, the clowns he had this really gargantuan smile, teethy smile. Yeah, exactly. And the suit looked like it was from like the nineteen fifties, really, really yeah. old. Because Tim Curry actually just looked like a clown. Yeah, like an like, like a nineteen eighties yeah, clown. Like an, yeah, clown absolutely like a clown you like would a see in the circus. Clown. Very, very colourfully yeah. clothed, uh big red nose yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And obviously this was just a complete like tall, nearly Victorian. Yeah, exactly. With the big frilly yeah, with the, and, and with the darker kind of brown, yeah, kind of like a real grey palette. Like, of, yeah, yeah, the yeah. brown, the grey kind of. Like palette he actually nearly looks like the image is taken in black and white. Yes, and the color was added to his hair afterwards. Yes, I like, think that's why it pops so much off him. The red streaks along his eyes, and the orange hair, and the little and the red nose, because everything around it's a palette of like white and greys and browns. You're not wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it's like, it's, and I love that in the black and white photos where you see the hair still coloured and stuff like that. Like, and I think that's the kind of the feel they were looking for. That it was like when you see a picture of a clown like a hundred years ago or some shit. And they're like, that's supposed to entertain motherfuckers. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, entertain me in my nightmares. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know, it was it was such a great, it was a great story. The losers were fantastic and I just thought the set pieces were fantastic. Yeah. But I really just thought that the chemistry that existed between them and even the introduction of Ben and Mike yeah. and Bev who yeah. weren't originally losers, you know. Yeah. Um, I just thought it, was, it all felt so organic. Like you can do the horror stuff the studio can just do that. They need very little to work with. Just say, what do you want? Like sewer monsters? And do you want yeah. the, this spectacular? Do you want the sky to open? They can do that, but you need a solid story. And I just thought that when they got the chemistry right with the kids, yeah. I just thought it was such a smooth, smooth landing like, for the It should have film. a feel of a Stand By Me or a Goonies. It did it, have it, that. Yeah, yeah, but in a horror world. Exactly. Yeah, and that's when you're successful. And that's why the second one, not to jump ahead, lacked a little bit. It because, did, yeah. Because when you're looking back, like some of my favourite movies when I was a kid, and that's probably why I love Stranger Things now, is when you have that kid adventure story and you have like a group of kids that are like, you know, fucking making handmade radios and all this fucking home yeah. defense shit. And so, and they're up against this fucking like supernatural entity or whatever. And the kids have to figure it out. And it's unbelievable. It's not the kind of thing you go tell your parents. It's not like you just got molested in school or something. You go, I tell my parents and they'll believe you. And they but, can do something yeah, about it. But I go and say, well. I can't say, hey, I'm being terrorized by the supernatural clown and maybe 100 years old yeah, and lives off yeah. here. He lives in this dungeon. He only appears to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Actually, so you yeah, ha- yeah. it comes to a stage where it's so unbelievable, you have to deal with it yourself. Yes. And that's what I love about in Stranger Things. It was the same thing. Like the, you have the demigorgon at the start, and it was so unbelievable. Yeah. That came to the stage where the kids had to deal with it. A bunch of kids that you were really rooting for. Yeah, that, exactly. That was like, the Goonies. The list yeah. goes on. Like, and, yeah. like, and like, I think the success of Stranger Things is the reason Finn. Wolfhard is in this the guy who plays Mike. No, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah he plays Mike. I'm sure. I'm that. sure they inquired about him. 
Oh, as opposed to him, like they, they in a waiting room when, with fifty other people. When he came back for the following season of Stranger Things, that seemed he was cursing like a motherfucker because of all the cursing he was doing. And really? He, yeah, they're saying like he, he learned doing, the bad words. Yeah, he was like he had a real potty mouth when he came back. He was just <laughs> cursing like a motherfucker. <laughs> but that's, he's one of my favorite characters over the two movies. Is uh, Richie and yeah, Richie yeah. played by Bill Hader and Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Uh, both both played excellently. Yeah, and yeah. of course he was, and he was that you know he was that guy. And you always need that person who doesn't cheapen the story by making a joke at an inopportune yeah. moment but he's he, skeptic did, he well. was trash mouth yeah and he was a skeptic as well and he was because he was the last one to see pennywise he was the last one yeah. do you remember what he said he was like what does he only appear to virgins or something yeah is that why i haven't seen him yeah, <laughs> yeah he was That's he got some great lines yeah i mean some, some of the back lines. and forth though between the kids is so fucking good between ed yeah, and, and him it was ed. always about his mother <laughs> my mother's slippers smell of potpourri <laughs> and by, how would you know anyway? <laughs> Uh, do you remember when Eddie like breaks his arm and shit and it's yeah, like <laughs> and it's like he has, one's like let me sign that and it's like loser you're a loser and, and he's trying to change it to lovers <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely brilliant yeah but that was the, weren't they all like the, the thing is between uh, Stan Lee and, and uh, Ben and Bill yeah. they were all very different characters yeah there was no overlap yeah not to say like there was there was innocence to the mic there was just and Stanley was terrified the entire time. The Stanley whole was literally terrified, right, the and that's what I love time. about his character as well because he's like literally bawling his eyes out before he goes into the house near the end. Yeah, and it's like, could you imagine how terrified you are and you have to at the start and you have to go and do it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like what to say, like bravery is doing something when you're not afraid, but courage what? is doing something even though you are afraid or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. Like to not be afraid would be. Just foolhardy. It's not yeah, courage. Exactly, yeah. you know, it's because um, even Richie wasn't afraid. But as soon as he seen the missing poster, oh yeah, yeah, because you can't explain that. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, and I think that's the thing. Like because at that stage, like Eddie had seen the leper kind of guy. <laughs> that poor Eddie. Yeah, poor Eddie <laughs> He's always got getting, like vomited on and shit. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor Eddie got bad man. He got yeah. real bad. Over the two films now that I think about, yeah, like, like really bad, like, like uh, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just Stephen King was saying at one time he goes you know what I, I know I'm I'm too deep in to get rid of him but I really hate this fucking Eddie character <laughs> <laughs> it's like Eddie shit the world. Like, all the bad stuff happens to Eddie now all the bad stuff happens to Eddie Eddie and Stanley are the weak links yeah, yeah. that's what makes Pennywise stronger you know what I mean exactly like, and yeah. that's the thing like because that's why Stanley didn't come back in part two not that's it, yeah because yeah. I remember the note at the end but uh, in, in this first part I thought it was crazy that without cheaping the story or without going off track that it managed to like it were there were losers trying to get through school at the same time as been terrorized by an ancient yeah nameless evil yeah um of world devouring proportions yeah. and uh and always felt smooth to me yeah. I, and i and i cared about i almost would have watched the film with these kids, kids without the pennywise yeah <laughs> i liked the chemistry yeah, yeah, they were funny but the thing is though like because you're a kid it's more believable to you maybe yeah, because you might believe in a, a monster beyond your bed. Or that's whatever, that's you know what I, mean? I remember with Georgie at the start. In dumb fucking kid, dumb fucking kid. Jesus, but that's Christ. what I'm saying. Like with Georgie at the start, a if an adult sees a clown in a sewer <laughs> drain, you're just kind of going, "No, thank you, clown." Yeah, yeah. Um, if anybody sees anyone in a sewer drain, yeah, I, I'm like literally, I'm like, if my kid got taken by someone that lived in a sewer drain, I'd be like. You probably could have done better. Yeah. You, you probably could have done. Yeah. There's mitigating circumstances. <laughs> I know this is probably a sensitive moment for you. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but um It's but, like I've got you back from the sewer man now, but the <laughs> fact that I had to get you back from a sewer man <laughs> yeah. really disappointed in you. Really but, disappointed. I remember just thinking at like, well, um, the first Pennywise was very human, a very just just a clown. He yeah. was 
Oh, uh, um, but this one he was. You're thinking only a kid could fall for it. Yeah. Where he was making like popcorn, pop, pop, pop. Yeah. And, and he was so obviously creepy. Uh, yeah. He was so like he was freaky for yeah. for, for you, the viewer. And uh, come on, Josie. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'd rather not. <laughs> Bill's gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Great line. Yeah. But man, Bill Skarsgård. My God, this is legendary. Like, oh, it's epic. Like, like, no, this, it's uh, epic. This is like probably. Uh, I don't want to maybe he's on a par with nearly Robert England as Freddy Krueger like oh yeah no yeah some of the lines Robert England did did it in 84 and it's it's iconic and Skarsgård did it uh, four years ago which is in cinema can be a long time but it's not hasn't quite got to the iconic but I I really do feel this is going to be an age like milk it's going to age like a fine wine his actual performance yeah no matter how it's viewed yeah and even when they did the special effects they were never so gaudy that they'll age poorly yes like only the big ones really came in part two apart from him coming out of projector do you remember in part one yes. where he came out of the projector and he's like stomping around? Oh, and huge. Thing. His head is yeah, massive. Exactly, when he comes yeah, exactly. That out, seems so. really cool, though. That seems very cool. Yeah. I actually remember uh, oh, I went to the, the loo in the in the cinema. I went the to loo? The loo. I don't know why you said <laughs> the, I wish the, I'd said to Jax. You went to the Louvre? <laughs> but I, I went to the I went to the, the Jax and I came back and uh, my missus was just said, oh, you just... She goes, I can't believe you left then. Because it was yeah. that scene with the projector. Yeah. And she said, she was like, I just came out of the screen. And he was, I, I'll tell you there, it was just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Yeah, I know. Uh, I hold it. If I need to go outside in the cinema, I'll hold it. Yeah, no, I, I I always, you know, I always get a really big coke with a tiny bladder. Yeah. So it doesn't Rookie really work mistake. That's why I switched up to the water, as you know, when I was watching Candyman. That's where you got really? the water, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't flow through you quite the same. Yeah, and you don't need to drink as often to get rehydrated either. Yeah, you know obviously. I mean? Whereas coke, yeah. you're just slurping on it. Like, yeah. But uh, I I loved it. it had, that's what I was saying. It had set pieces that were so fantastic. Yeah. But a film wasn't writ to just have... You know, like, they, they make a bad, funny film and they just put in, like, three good jokes. Yeah. And like, that should carry it. This film had these set I pieces, think... but it had enough love in the actual context to carry it into these set pieces. I think something that you mentioned there is kind of interesting and it shows the strength of the story. You're like, I would have enjoyed to see these kids' story even without anyone. Probably would have. And the thing is... That's, like, just just living in Maine during the, the 80s, being bullied. Like, I, the, I, they were all such good actors. Stand by me or something. Yeah, yeah. they were all such good actors. You were just rooting Stephen for them. Book as well. I wanted them to get... What, what was the bully's name? By, uh, uh, fucking... What was, I get I was the checking cheat. the cheat sheet. I was uh, trying to... Billy Bowden. Oh, no, it is... It, no, it's not Billy. Bill's the... Um, dead air. Henry Bowers. Henry Bowers. Yeah. Yeah, but like even Bower. Like I mean, I would have just seen them trying to, you know, Bowers going insane and start killing people. I would have watched it. Yeah. And this film is called It. It's about Pennywise, the the the, the dancing club. And I would have the film was so good that I would have watched it without him. And that's really, really saying something. Yeah, and I think because it's just because... it's just about some kids in, in living in the eighties in rural America after that. You know, and I think a lot of it as well is it's the set pieces. Uh, are so frequently that they, they smother the story. Like it's a, at the end of the day, it's coming an age, coming of age story. It is absolutely. And like yeah. if you have it everywhere all the time, you don't allow uh, the story room to breed, and you don't yeah. allow us to actually become attached to these characters. And that's what I like about it because you have your pretty much you, you introduce you to the characters, and then we introduce you to all our fears. Yeah. So Stanley in the synagogue with the that's a creepy ass fucking. Painting. There's so much of its pubescence. There's yeah. Bev. There's Bev um, with her period. Getting her period. Yeah. There's there's uh, Richie. You just didn't want to say that word. I just didn't want to say yeah. it, yeah. There's Richie, as you find out in the second one, that he's, he's, he's gay. He's gay. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, like, just that you don't, you're not. Don't yeah. just 
forget that you're not doing that and then there's um obviously there's a couple of guys who are oh yeah there's sorry there's uh what do you call it the, eddie with the leper stanley was getting having his uh in, in synagogue he's at his bar mitzvah bar mitzvah yeah so it's so like over the top coming of age in a way like you yeah. know um and just that and that's just a that creepy time. ass fucking painting oh, i'd be like yeah. i'd be saying to my father i'm like you're the rabbi right yeah and uh you want me to keep saying this you want me to keep reciting the torah Learn it off in Hebrew, which is a pretty uh, difficult thing for a 13 year old to do. Yeah. And he'd be like, I agree, Stan. I'm like, all right, Dad, then take down that fucking painting. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm not going to learn shit until you Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Because that painting is terrifying. <laughs> you want me to learn I love Hebrew? when he walks it's in and he yeah. I love to explain Because that's, that's... Just, man, I, and the reason I like that is because when I was a kid growing up, my parents had over their bed was a picture of Jesus on the cross. Right. And it was one of those that pictures. Well, that opens its eyes if you're going. Yeah, 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 my granny yeah, had the exact yeah, same one. Like, and so I the glass to... is tinted in a certain yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it's, like... it's actually two pictures. Yeah, and the eyes move. Is so yeah, the eyes move. And so I, always looking at When you. I went into my parents' room when I was a kid, I was always going to jump up and down their bed. And I'd jump up and down their bed and I'd always have to face away from him because every time I jump up and down, he's always like, yeah. yeah. And like, every, yeah, you, and ever yeah. since then, anytime anyone's got a creepy poster or a picture or like that, or like, a, like not that creeps me out. And I'm just like, why do you have that? Why like, do you if have it's that? unnecessarily creepy, I'm like, that, yeah, yeah, it's like it, Victorian era dolls. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, it's, my father got one for Astrid, like, you know, my Astrid's grandfather. And she was like, why did he get me this? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Daddy, this is terrifying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, she grew up in like modern dolls and shit like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, the girl was born in the 2010s. Yeah, 2010, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so, sorry, 2011, sorry. 2011, so she's, yeah, she is not, not, not that we were even, yeah. but so, yeah, so she's not on the age. Yeah. Like, oh, she was like, she's like, uh, knew how to use an iPad at 18 months. Like, Daddy, why is this creepy doll looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to burn it with fire. Well, here's the thing. I always say, like, this is what I say about imagery and stuff. And that's what this this did so well yeah. when it was playing with people's fears. But, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a complete atheist guy and I have no real belief. But, like, you know, yeah. if, if, if you like the Annabelle doll, which really exists, and it's a, one of those red kind of raggedy dolls. Yeah, I'd fuck that doll up twice on Sundays. Yeah, I don't think I'd like the to sleep with that doll in my room you know it's just that there's a lot of folklore attached to it yeah. and I just think that's not I think that's the human mind yeah. I think because if I gave that, if I took that doll and gave it to somebody and told mm. them nothing about it nothing would happen nothing at all it's like I won't sleep it's, in the room it's knowing I oh I don't sleep in the room yeah, uh, yeah there's a vanity mirror that, that, that Sheila keeps in my room yeah, uh, I, I, my little kind of office room. Yeah, and I, I, I said I just have that face in the wall. Yeah, she, she can use it when she needs to use oh, it. Man, if like, I have that shit face in the wall. Yeah, we have like one mirror in, my room, in our room, and I always sleep my back to it. I hate like I can. Uh, we have Lorraine has those small portable mirrors too, and anything she leaves in the office, I'll either just bring it back in or I just do what you do and just turn it around. Oh yeah, no, it's no, just no, something no. about it. it's like you're being watched yeah. by yourself. Yeah, no, it just creepy. makes me uncomfortable. I, like, and that's the thing what it does as well. It just finds what the characters are uncomfortable with. Wait, what are you uncomfortable? Like, like again, I didn't yeah, realize I until I, spiders. I, 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 well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be fucked. You, you just get spiders, yeah, yeah, and it'd be like, ah, oh, spiders, you know, like, yeah, I goes, I'm 85 million yeah, years old, yeah, you know, like, how many times I've done spiders? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm a plain Jane, yeah, he's like, you'd survive, yeah, he's like, just I'll do one. last or something. But I, I didn't realize, as Sheila was saying to me, uh, when we were watching the last night, and uh, and she was saying, Do you realize that you know, when when Bev comes back and she's after starting starting to get her period and her father's obviously You're still my little girl man. still my little girl and obviously just her 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 becoming a woman obviously was something that she was having so much conflict with yeah and it's when she starts to cut her hair yeah and then when it's blood and hair coming out of the drain i yeah. didn't realize that to be honest with you i i, I was just watching it cinema going yeah that'd be freaky yeah <laughs> didn't, didn't read into it you know yeah. and she goes no no like that's that's her fear like 
changing in a house with a monster like her dad yeah. uh, becoming a woman is just horrifying to her and this is this kind of really and twisted that's why it's good yeah yeah and, and that's why to be more boyish stuff yeah and this is a really twisted ex- and hang out with boys yeah. but this is a really twisted expression of that yeah. and I was like wow actually that just makes it all take on such a, a that seems meaning. incredible and though. a kid like um, Ed of course, disease. Yeah, you know the leper. The le- so he gets a leper vomiting on. Like it's so. That whole scene is amazing. Like and like I can't believe the one place he runs is in behind the creepy house. Yeah, like you know. But I mean? that's the trying to escape. So yeah. you run upstairs thing. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. And their kids as well, so they make bad decisions. But that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like you know. But that's the, that's the thing. Even that didn't feel like you don't. You're not even allowed to look at this film too much and say, "Oh, why didn't they just do this? Or why didn't you just do this?" Because at the end of it, you had their one of their best friends yeah. who wants to find his brother yeah and when exactly. he does find what happens to his brother day. he wants goddamn vengeance yeah and at the end of the day that's what it's all about it's all about finding georgie <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's the thing though like even when he builds the the the, the, the tubes yeah and to the exact specifications of the oh, storm drain yeah, yeah i thought that was excellent yeah oh, and the father was like uh to put that shit away or something like yeah I'm like Tube. he's dead he's dead yeah and yeah. sheila was just like yeah but you don't want to take his body back like you know yeah you're still allowed you like you can accept that he's dead yeah it's like um there's a woman that um one of her i think her son was the victim of you know, the Moors killers? Um, oh, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter, I know of the Peter, woman, Peter Huntley, and someone, uh, uh, what was the other woman's name? The blonde girl, uh, Meyer, Maura, Meyer Hindley, Meyer Hindley, and uh, they never found the remains and they never they were mm. never told the location. And she still in her mind is looking for it's like 27, yeah, because when Maura Hindley before she died in 2002 yeah. was actually was getting this woman's letters and she decided to try and help her. But the fact is, with the Moors, yeah, they were Moors. Yeah, exactly. Just, the, the, what she remembered from forty years ago was simply gone, lost yeah. the time, um, and that—that's what this is. With Georgie, was simply lost the time. Yeah, because um, obviously they think he just got washed on the sword, right? God, yeah, and he he got bet up and probably eaten, and you know he's nothing now. Like yeah. it's just nothing, or now. just flushed out, like just flushed out, yeah. yeah, to the ocean. Um, absolutely. Um, why you're the I don't. I've never been to America, but yeah. what's with your storm drains, dudes? Has <laughs> no one invented grates? Yeah, they're terrible. Remember, like, but not just that. The storm drain didn't have a grate, and when Bev was cutting her hair, her hair was just like falling down wholesale yeah. down the sink <laughs> yeah. because it didn't have a little grate. And I was just like, grates must have come to the stage. Do you, do you the remember the scene like after Bev's whole uh, bathroom gets covered in blood, and the boys have to come in and help her clean it? <laughs> yeah, no, explain that scene to me. Yeah, what's what like? The, the, could they see the blood? Yeah, yeah they could see the blood. Could they? Yeah. But she was like, are they just helping her because they understand? Or can they see the blood? Because the fa- I, I thought it was a really cool scene yeah. when the father comes into the room and she's like, the blood. And he's just like, what blood? And I love the fact that it was just practical. Yeah. As in, he was just an actor ignoring the fact that the room was completely covered in blood. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I love the fact that they just said, why, like, why, why, we don't need to yeah, we don't need to do anything here. I think here. it's because it is focusing its powers on, Pennywise is focusing his powers on the, the group, the Losers Club. Yeah. And any other kid really as well because the way That's what I get. So I, I was wondering because we were we, we debated that a little bit last night and I didn't know which side I fell on because I just thought like, okay, if it'll make you feel better, yeah. I'm cleaning this window. Yeah. I'm wringing out this sponge and I'm I'm going to clean the window yeah. some more. So it's, and she was like, no, if they got the she was like, if they got the the kitchen or sorry, if they got the bathroom clean, they could see it. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. Exactly, like if they knew yeah. that they were they, done, yeah, exactly, they could yeah. see it. And I love to remember when they leave Richie outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that kind of shit though because it did actually feel like a group of kids that knew each other for ages. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a rare chemistry to get that. And like, they were only like you know supposed to be thirteen. They're probably 14, 15 year old kids oh, yeah. or something at the I time. Think but Finn still, Wolfhard has done like what one or two seasons. Things yeah exactly yeah so i think oh my god it was just 
But again, it's lightning in a bottle. I think yeah. that's, again, not to jump ahead, I think that's what's... I actually yeah. thought the chemistry was very good in the second one. And the chemistry was so epic in the first one. And there's no comparison, see, for the first one. That's the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so as soon as you have a direct comparison... Yeah, it doesn't need to, it doesn't need to measure itself up against anything either. Yeah. It just had the benefit of the doubt. It, it was the story. Yeah, and what did you make of the way, like... Because, like, pretty much... We've talked so little about Pennywise. Uh, I know we have done yeah, it, no? but, um, but lucky for you <laughs> <laughs> but what did you make because um, literally this is what I was about to say oh, like, sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. but what did you make do you know the way when they introduced Pennywise it's like it's so close and, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the way they introduced Pennywise because we touched on earlier like the way he uses their fears against like we said like Bev um, she doesn't want to enter womanhood because of her father and she feels uh, how she, and, oh, she's the slut yeah. even though she kissed one boy yeah, exactly. but she was the slut at school you know just yeah, uh, yeah. there was a lot of it it was a lot for her yeah, at such exactly. a young age yeah. and, and like you know and the plays on the fears and stuff and then we see like uh, with Michael that when he gets introduced that uh, his family burnt it and that's the fear he plays well that one shit. yeah that, and, and, I mean yeah, that, that one was really so cool. on the nose it was just yeah. not being able to help your loved ones yeah one thing I loved about this movie not to fear off my point was um, how do you sound where it was like constant like um, Carol Carol is always yeah. telling us that it's like a chorus of such... it's like a chorus of voices get louder yeah. and then they would get yeah. really quiet or something like that it's like so the mate he made the scene um and and he machete made the scene crescendo yeah it exactly, wasn't just yeah. it wasn't just like shotgun blast here's yeah. the because that's what a jump scare is isn't yeah. it you close the medicine cabinet and it's behind you yeah that's but or this, you close it, it's not there and you need to open yeah it, yeah and then that's and a crescendo there. that's a shotgun blast yeah. but it was right you're right it kind of crescendos you can feel a build yeah and, he, and it's like the desperation and the pain like you know when Pennywise is running at the camera running at the character yeah I'm getting chills yeah about, and yeah. it's like boom 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 it's like, it's like yeah. you know, he's like and he's getting bigger and shit like that like and that's like I just think the way they introduced him in these scenes is so well done because it shows such a wide variety of his power set yeah because like you know um, we're superhero guys so we love power sets and shit like and you look at like he manipulates Stanley in the synagogue by taking on the form so in like uh, way of the, the crooked faced woman or whatever yes and then he plays it Mike by like literally like he's manifesting an entire fucking bunch of people burning to death and they're reaching out through the yeah. doors. And with Ben, he was a half half a kid because he was he was looking into all the child Yeah, murders. that was yeah. fucked up. And he's like, did you notice he's the old woman in the background? No, I well. said Sheila watched the old woman because I'd read about it. Yeah. Well. And she, she's just creepily small. Yeah, as uh, me and Lorraine have this thing, it's like we don't trust old people in horror movies. So anytime we see an old person in the background, we're always like, oh, what's he, oh, what's he doing over here? So as soon as we see this in the scene, we're like, yo, Look at the old woman. Yeah, look at, look at the old woman. Because yeah. anytime we see anyone being like weird and like uh, anyone being old in the background, really. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say weird in the background. I mean, no, we're pretty judgmental. <laughs> no, but there is. There's always like you're supposed to trust them. Yeah, exactly. Because they're, you know, they're nice. That's why just the kids and older people are so creepy and horror because me and Lorraine were talking about this that like when a kid and an old person, you don't see them as a threat. No. Naturally, you won't see them as a threat. So you feel immediately comfortable around them. Yes. And safe. And as soon as that gets turned on its head, it puts you completely on um on at ease because like immediately it's it's an unnatural feeling because someone that you're not supposed to see as a threat is this immediate threat all of a sudden and it's or just isn't gonna, at all what you perceive them to be. Yeah, exactly. Like you know yeah. what I mean? It's like because like even like Nazis got old. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you know. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. well said. Yeah, even Nazis got old, motherfuckers. <laughs> but uh, I think yeah, like I mean Pennywise. Is one of my favorite all time villains. Yeah, because this the, version the, of Pennywise, the limita- Pennywise in general. Pennywise in general. Yeah, because I have the book and the the made for TV nineties and and the film under the belt. I, yeah. I, I have to say, just just it as a concept. Um, but uh, I always thought like because he's not limited by his his powers, are not just limited by his imagination, they're limited by yours. Yeah, very Freddy Krueger, which is very Freddy Krueger esque. Yeah. Um, 
just what are you afraid of and just tender and it's all to tenderize your meat yeah you know what i mean essentially yeah, that's he, what essentially is, yeah. he's going to eat you yeah which is just one of the most horrifying things that we can imagine remember he's biting on stanley's face oh yeah <laughs> I, I remember that and really sinking his teeth in and stanley's just screaming you left me you left me yeah and that and i we, we said like because you know we know what's in store for poor stanley we said i said that's the that's the trauma yeah yeah because that's, that's what, when because that's when pennywise literally had him yeah like he was dead. Like in his grasp, eating. Yeah. And he was going to eat him face first. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? A horrible it's, way to go. What a horrible yeah. way to go. Like, yeah. Like, he was going to be tore apart. Yeah. This guy. This guy. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what? Uh, so, like, the one, like, I love the way, like, as I said to you, to show the array of powers he has, and then you know straight away that, like, these kids are in for a fucking long, rough journey. Oh, like, God. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, like, and then as the story progresses, and then you see them kind of bonding, and then they kind of split up, and then they come back together for the kind of big hurrah and shit like that. Like, it kind of, it's just a real payoff because you see the journey they've been through before that. Like, this is like, because like, from from the get-go, he's just like, I'm going to focus on kids. <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and here's the thing, uh, they probably weren't just the only kids he was fucking with as well. Like, you well, know. Well, obviously, yeah, because, yeah, because he was taking, there was like, in the second all, film, he's like, no, remember we all float down here and this. We all, all float, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. and remember that thing on the, on the fucking side of the shop. Where it's like a missing poster, and oh. so many kids were getting missing. That that's like, right. They were yeah. just covering over their the face. The bully, the bully was over the girl who yeah. was missing. Yeah, yeah, because he gets he gets taken when they're chasing Ben. That's um, it. When they're chasing, they're after yeah. carving the hate. Uh, Bowers is after yeah, carving what the hate. What an asshole! Through. What a dick! Oh, and I, I I think a little shout out to Bowers here. What an epic bully! The, 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 dude, the, yeah. the, the mullet, the really skinny kind of face, yeah. uh, like. The, the flick knife that but he himself having a bully of a dad yeah very very good the way he kills his father is yeah. a really good scene it's probably, it's, it's, and he does it in such a simple but cowardly way uh, you it's know, a great just, way to take down someone bigger than you though absolutely yeah because uh, in fact you let you let everything do the work for you yeah you literally just put the, the, the and it opens the, it and opens the blade up um Against his father's reaction. neck, his father's reaction just wakes up and yeah. he's already choking to death in his own blood. There's yeah, nothing to be done because that's for the crowd. As soon as the crowd, you're pretty much yeah, you're you know, you're absolutely fucked. Especially if it goes that deep, that must be four inch, five inch blade. Yeah, it's, you're, and you're, he's popping it back out, and he's popping it back it, out yeah. straight away. Like yeah, so he's absolutely there was no chance of survival. Um, but he he's like obviously he's he's the he's very two dimensional. But I think it was that's yeah. all he needed to be. Yeah, but he was. I think he was kind of. Uh, harnessing for lack of a better term that stereotypical 80s bully feel yeah. like uh, was it in Stand By Me it was Kiefer Sutherland or something like yeah, that yeah it wasn't was like, yeah. you know what I mean like the fucking mullet the, the fucking and the gang and the gang, and gang of guys that are just like one of them was called Belch like yeah, the guy, you know yeah, the gang exactly. guys will just do anything to be yeah. around them and you know yeah. he's, their, he's their little posse you know yeah and the fucking pure henchmen like <laughs> oh just pure henchmen with no real discernible personalities yeah. around, like. <laughs> I loved I, I was laughing because I you know especially watching the film the second time and you know what happens I think Peter was the name <laughs> of the, the bully that gets killed and he goes uh, into the sewer and I'm like he's going up against Pennywise the, the primordial evil but he's got like a can of deodorant and a lighter yeah yeah and you think <laughs> it should be fine <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, my producers are music did not end well. No, <laughs> but uh, I thought that was great. You don't even see, it. and again, you did. There was enough. They did the whole. You don't get to see the kill, and you get to see the kill yeah. thing. I think they did that well. Yeah, because the, you got to see the kid get his arm bit off, yeah. which is so brutal. And in, in the opening, in the opening, yeah, and and then you you get to see. Um, you don't get to see the bullies get killed. I like the fact that it was just. The film was just fucking with you the whole time. You yeah. didn't know what it was going to do. It was such, I don't know, man. It felt like a roller coaster. Yeah. And that's more of an action film thing than a horror film yeah. thing. But it, it had so many 
glorious set pieces yeah. of, of, of kind of unexpected and and that's what the bigger budget allows though that's what the bigger budget yeah, allows you know and I mean? not just a bigger budget but access you know yeah. what I mean they, they own a lot of these studios yeah. so they were probably able to keep costs down in a certain way even though the 35 million is a lot of money yeah. they're Warner Brothers they, yeah. they own the lots yeah exactly yeah. Um, but what did you think of like uh, sort of like I was going to say, I was, sure, I'll give you one more, we'll, I'll go one more question and we go to the break. Go over. Um, so, like, what did you think of, like, so we, we already spoke about, you know, the losers and how they got introduced to one another, Pennywise playing on their fears. We talked about Henry Bowers. Um, we talked about Michael, Ben, and stuff like that. But, like, what did you make of the way the story progresses? Like, I don't want to jump into the second half because I leave that to the kind of the end of the movie and the climax and shit. But what did you make of the way like it progresses and captures the moment like the, the era that it's set in and shit like that because like what's so important about this film is not just the characters but the era it's set in as well, well like, I, I, like, I've always I've said this a few times and if you want to make something based in the year 1503 uh, or you want to make something based in the year 1983 1983 is harder yeah because you just you 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 can you go to really old runes and you can make it look the part but 83 products looked a certain way yeah and in the you 1500s, know, it's left to interpretation as well. But everything from yeah. the cinema had Little Weapon 2 and Friday at um, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Yeah. Um, when Bev went into the pharmacy and she met up with the, the losers for the first time. Yeah, and the pervert guy, you know. Right? Yeah, and um, all of... Yeah, you look just like Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, God, that was so fucking creepy. Yeah, he's such a creep. Uh, but uh, there was all of the products... That yeah. you've seen, they were getting. She was getting tampons. The guys were getting gauzes, and there was just like, and there was advertisements for yeah. toothpastes and whatnot. She's like, I'm distracted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, but they were all, they were all completely A's. I mean, it was just so smooth. It just felt yeah. right. It just they just put effort into the small details, and a lot of that stuff you glance over. But if it was wrong, you'd notice. Yeah. It. Do you think we got a remake on the back of like a Stranger Things and the success of? American I think Horror yeah, it became the eighties again there for a while though, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, I feel like a lot of movies I've seen and stuff recently have yeah. been and stylized horror with like American horror stories. Yeah, it was like the golden era of of horror movies as well. So yeah. I think we're trying to like capture that magic. Yeah, you know, a lot of eighties uh, franchises are coming back. I know Halloween's technically a late seventies franchise. Yeah, but, but uh, it, it, it's it's known to it kind of. It was born in the seventies, but it kind of grew into an icon. Oh, absolutely, 80s, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You had it like it had its cult following in the mid eighties. Yeah. It was this huge, yeah. So I do think they're trying to capture that magic. But I, I to be fair, I, I like the it was originally based in the fifties. Yeah. So I do think that they just wanted to have because it was written in the eighties, was it? Yeah, and it was or written in the kind of the era that seventies, eighties. Yeah, it was written in the era that Stephen King would have been a kid in. Yeah. Like he would have been thirteen back then. Yeah. So well, I think, he wrote twenty. Did he write it in the seventies? Like was when he, like, do you want to do make the time jump twenty seven years? Yeah. Is it in contemporary times in the same way the sequel? Is I think so. I I think he wrote wrote it in the eighties or something yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, and that's the way that first Ned for TV was. It went from the fifties into yeah, the nineties. Yeah, that's what I yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he. It's so I. I just think they said right. Well, you obviously have to keep it modern. Yeah, and it was. But they had to go back to the eighties, but it didn't lose anything. That that fifties feel was even still kind of there. Yeah, yeah because yeah. It, the, the 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 jump of technology that we had in the last twenty years yeah. is so significant. Yeah, it's and so much more has happened in the last twenty years in between the fifties and the eighties. Yeah, it really has. And I think a know. big thing about the eighties as well, because of the whole Reagan era era and stuff, it was like it tried to recapture some of that American Americana of the fifties. Yeah, and that's why you can supplant a story from the fifties fluidly into an eighties setting. 
because it has some of the same themes. It has like uh, the right versus the kind of liberal left and all this kind of shit in the 50s where you're having like people fighting back against the kind of the, the power back then. Yeah, it absolutely. had a lot of the same themes in the 80s. So, and it, like it's aesthetically, it's kind of similar as well in a lot of ways. Yeah, and so it kind of fits to move a story from the 50s to the 80s. And I think that's why it kind of felt, you know, natural or organic because you have a lot of the similar themes and it's kind of like it, both eras, even though they're quintessentially different in a lot of ways, they're very similar. You know, that kind yeah. of way, like, I think because the 80s tried to be the 50s, you know, that kind of, like, I think, that, and I think, and that's why you get, like, a movie, like, or the TV series from the early 90s, when you change that from a 50s or 60s set or whatever into an 80s, and I think that's where you get such, it's so easy to do that because both eras share a lot of the same kind of mentalities. Yes. You know, that kind of way. It's like, true, it's true, yeah. yeah um, so, Noel, do you have anything else you want to say before we get to the break, or we get the fuck out of here? Let's get the fuck out of here for... Um, all right, folks, uh, thanks for staying with us. All right, and this is Invasion of the Poly Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Nolan Tui. We got Karen Mack in the back, and we'll be back after the break. Now, a word from our sponsors. Boom. Welcome back from the break. This is Invasion of the Poly Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Toohey. And um, we're back in Derry, Maine with uh, it, Chapter 1. And um, before we were, uh, went to the break, we ran through the gambit of pretty much everything it had to offer, except a few finer points that we wanted to leave for the second part because, you know, it runs to the climax of the movie. And Noel, that's what you said. You wanted to take it up from yeah, there. Yeah, I was thinking, like, we, we've, got, we've got a film and we've got a, we've got a dead little brother. Yeah, we've Georgie. got uh, kids gone missing from the neighborhood, bullies and little girls alike. And then we've got the kids want to. You said turn the tables, and I think it's probably fair to say at least fight back. Yeah, because it, what you're up against is so much more than mm. what you are. But uh, he seems so undefeatable. Yes, and then when you find a weakness, it's that real moment of like hurrah for the because like, if you don't do it right there's something I've spoken for is like if you create something that's completely undefeatable and if you don't make your characters relatable when they actually figure a way to fight back if you don't feel that moment of yeah like that exhalation yeah, yeah. then they haven't done the job right you yes. know what I mean and you that's really why, feel you know, it like, even when you said when you worded it that way I thought Dutch and Predator yeah you know and, and you're, you're like yes yes when now, mud, now, now guess who's invisible. He can't see me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Now guess who's invisible. Yeah. Because the second that your clock went, yeah. I learned how to do it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, there was that. They realized that it, it feeds on fear. Yeah, moment of triumph. Yeah. And also they realized that they were willing to kind of go to bat for each other. Yeah. When they went to the house, because all of the drains led to this house, yeah. this was like the nexus of the entire sewer yeah. system of Derry. Uh, and it, they, you realize that it is terrifying, but they will... Like I just said, they will go to bat for each other, but also they can hurt it. Yeah. But they, not only that, they're they're weaker apart and they're much yes. stronger together. Yeah. They have to be unified going against Pennywise. That's it. Jeff. That's the big When thing. he tries to close down on one, that's when all of the others strike. Mm. Uh, and I just thought, and it, you know, sometimes you watch something, you kind of go, yeah, just, there's just nobody who's going to go take on that. That's not how real people act and that's true to be honest yeah but I, you felt it with these kids but kids was, might do that though kids might because they don't know any better because they said and they even said if we don't who is yeah and somebody was like oh 27 years because they figured out the pattern because yeah. ben's research um in 27 years i'll be 40 
Mm. I'll be a long way away from here. I'll be an architect. Yeah. You know, like, fuck, fuck this. And they were like, yeah, but like, what about another Georgie? Yeah, exactly. And I love the fact that, again, it goes back to the, even though they're bullied and marginalized and, um, that's what makes heroes superheroes. Yeah, that's kind of what makes them because you need that yeah. flaw. That's why Wolverine and characters this, like that are yeah. so perfect. But at the start, though, they're kind of like they're being heroic. But the fact that they make the pact to come back 27 years later, that kind of makes them super heroic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because they're looking past themselves now. Yes. And like at the start, it's like it's the immediate threat of like, we're going to die. We're going to die. Georgie died. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a absolutely. very immediate yeah. threat. But when you look and look, 30 years into the future and go what about as you said another Georgie what about that kid we don't even know the kid that's not even yeah. born yet what about they don't know it they, we what we need to use is our knowledge yeah uh, uh, how how or against Pennywise how to destroy him we need to use that we need to teach we need they to can't be even give that knowledge to anyone because yeah. who would believe them yeah it's not it's not like oh here's what to do in the event James of a fire Mac it, James McAvoy treats to do it in the sequel and yeah. the kids like stay away from me like, yeah you know absolutely I mean? well, yeah exactly as you would because you would yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right. They, they were they were literally, if not us, who? Yeah. And if not now, when? Yeah, exactly. And that was just it. Just set it up so kind of perfectly for the for the kind of final f- confrontation. Yeah. So even though they couldn't even really stand up against something like a high school bully, yeah, they were willing to take on something so yeah. huge. Well, no, when they, they stood up against Henry Bower, though. Oh, they did actually. They sorry, did the, the stone. Sorry, I, they weren't able to defeat. It, it was Beverly to, that gave them that the strength. Yeah, that first stone, because the attention from Beverly. Gave them the confidence if a pretty girl can like us. Maybe that, that was it. It was a young guy. Yeah, we're losers, but yeah. we're not losers. Yeah, they wouldn't want to yeah. like show because she just said, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. She's like, fuck this noise. And then they already yeah. gotten Ben and they yeah. had Mike and they were going to do something terrible to him. So they came yeah. down and showered and they had the rock fight. That was that a great kid's, scene. Like your man Bauer, he's driving a sweet fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like it's like his father might beat him, but is, is he, he all that bad? Is me fourteen? It's like it's like if my father took a couple of swings at me, got me a really nice car, I'd be like, yeah, I could go for a couple of uppercuts. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I take the uppercuts now in my late thirties if like, I didn't have to pay my insurance. Yeah, it's like what you're hitting me and you're giving me a Chevy. Yeah, it's like what you want to do a southpaw stance. Well, we're yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? It's like you want me to open up for the street or you want me to hook it up? You, want me you know, you have a blind spot when you drop your guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> giving them tips. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, I think you should actually like, throw your hip into it. Yeah, Just exactly. bring it into it. I want yeah. full strength. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but the, I thought when they went in. And actually went down to take on Pennywise. It just had you just you were just yeah. you were rooting for them so desperately. Yeah, because at, at first point. it was like we have to find out where he lives. Yes, and then they find out when they go into the house where the Richie sees the missing sign and he sees the doll of himself and yeah. all this stuff. And that's where Ed and Richie they get separate. Like they yeah. both get separated from the crowd. Yeah, and they both have Eddie Pennywise. gets his arm broken. Yeah, he falls through the ceiling. <coughs> falls through the ceiling <coughs> through a table. Yeah. yeah. I was like, um, when I watched that scene because another Eddie's mother is such a fucking um, what's the word? Munchausen by proxy, I think. Is yeah, the word, the term. yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, yeah, she's such, she's such a like she molly coddles him like a helicopter mother. Yeah, exactly. That's the term. And um, uh, when he broke his arm, I was like, could you imagine being that kid in that moment? Because oh. you know how bad your parents are going to react. Yeah. Because I'd been in trouble in school when I was younger, and some sometimes you're like, ah, be grand, you know, that kind of way. But sometimes you fuck up real bad. Like real yeah. bad, like you break a kid's nose or you hit, you do something stupid, you break something in class, and then you're like, "This one's going to sit differently." Yeah, and you can see that in Eddie's face, like he's like in pain in his arm, but you can kind of see like in his head, he's like, "Fuck," yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's like and that's what I love about that scene. It's such a kid moment that, like, you know what I mean? You're just like, "I'm in trouble," 
But now I'm going to be an extra. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? As in, I sit here good. with the broken arm and it's, I'll have to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, it's kind of like, do you remember Randy in Scream? Even though, like, he's been through all, he killed all these people. And in that moment, he's like, oh, my mom and dad are going to be so angry. Yeah. 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 I feel a little bit yeah. here. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, that kind of moment where it's like the, the kind of kid comes out again. Or oh, just that's like, it, oh, yeah. Because when, when it's all stripped it's away. The realization, yeah, exactly. You know? Even though they're taken on Pennywise, they're, they're just, they're still that. It's but that was it. It, yeah. it always juxtaposed yeah. just kids growing up in Derry, Maine yeah. against the, the background of, of the horror. Yeah, and it was able to switch back and forth between them. I, I love the thing when Ben's like, "Do you know kids go missing?" Because he's new to town, and, and they've like, done yeah. six times the above three average. Three times the national average, and at kids, it's worse. More like it's six, six times. Like yeah, exactly. Like I was like, "Fucking hell!" Because now and the reason he knew that is because he was not whatever. Like Pennywise's greatest power is this kind of spell yeah. that's over the whole town mm. that makes them kind of indifferent. Yeah. Or f- and over time forget. It's like something I, I said earlier about the, the missing posters. Just put yeah. one over the other. Just put one over Literally the other. Literally one over the other. I was thinking, I remember thinking there's so a, a wall there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were just like going Pretty solid the wall there. Like, like pretty yeah. solid it wall. Pretty solid wall. I, I think that though does hint at the indifference this town was feeling. Yes. That it's such a constant thing. Well, ben came in from the outside. He wasn't exactly. years in it. Yeah, exactly. Because even 13 year old kids, know. they're extremely young, but they're 13 years Yeah, and when I when I was not a lesson, you're not a lesson, that's when you do your mental exploring that's when your mental exploring begins yeah. you start branching out and what you watch what you uh, what you read what kind of like stand, what you're interested like, in yeah stand up comedy so, like yeah, you know what I mean like yeah. stuff like that because like a lot of people like when I was when I got to that age opened my mind a lot with stand up comedy and that led me to reading a lot of stuff and like I, instead of like reading like you know you switch from when I was a kid I was reading lots of goosebumps and stuff and I started switching more to like adventure stories because when you're an adolescent the thing you think about is the next step of becoming an adult and it's, the, like, it's true you can't, and you can't life. wait to grow up is the, exactly. the greatest tragedy I think yeah. of teen years yeah. is, and, and, and you think it's life's up. greatest adventure but it's actually life's, life's greatest disappointment it's a trap it's a trap yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely you know what I mean and don't, don't grow up kids it's a trap it, yeah yeah and, um, and don't be listening to us kids Jesus. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> oh no it's a trap <laughs> it just reminds me of Star Wars <laughs> if you agree what we said send your first four digits of your bank number <laughs> no <laughs> he tried that earlier on with me yeah no. yeah, yeah none of this shit let me see the car wow it's really cool uh, 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 yeah but uh, so let, let, let's let's move along what you, to what the final showdown and it was kind of like the final test of yeah. them all yeah because this is when they come back together this is where they come back together yeah. sorry and it should be said that Richie falls out with Bill because of what happens is well, you touched on earlier uh, 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 Stanley gets his face munched on so he feels betrayed that they left him, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, Eddie gets injured, so obviously the mother's going to go. The go. I think Stanley gets injured later at the end during the yeah. big bad showdowns. No, no, but so. at this stage Stanley gets his face munched on. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Maybe. Or is that? No, that is that. I think end. that's later. During, during, is, so I think yeah. it's Ed and Richie who really get like almost devoured. And In this, uh, yeah, yeah. With the like the salvating like Pennywise mouth changing. Yeah. And then Bev comes in and shoves the spear through its the. The spear fencing through his head. Yeah. So yeah, but like he was saying, look, we nearly got killed in there. Yeah. Uh and they were like, it's not worth dying for. Yeah. And you understood it, but the fact that they all came back together because it's it's like that thing, you know, when you're you're pissed with someone but you love them. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And it wasn't a bill that figured out the together we have to be together because uh, if we're apart he's going to just pick us off one yeah, at a time pick us off one at a time yeah, yeah because and that's where he's kind of, you kind of figure out now that Pennywise isn't as strong as maybe you think he is yeah the strength he has is what we're giving him yeah exactly I mean? that's the thing the strength he and, and that, it's a, that's an interesting concept 
because if I see, you see something absolutely terrifying and logic, like I mean, you know, if you're having, if you've ever had bad anxiety or something yeah. like that, you know that the logical saying brain is, oh, you go and get checked out, and it's like, no, your vitals are fine. Yeah. This is fine. That's fine. That's fine. It doesn't matter. You, you, your belief system. And your brain's like, it's actually a heart attack, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm convinced it's a heart attack. Yeah, but that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. And and Pennywise is the literal embodiment of that. Yeah. Taken to ten because that thing that you're picturing in your head, he is the big bad. He is the werewolf, and he is the voice of yeah. your bed. And he can be all of those. And things. he can be all of those things. Yeah. And I don't even know if he even if he might even be omnipresent. Yeah, you know what I mean. He he seems to be able to terrorize a whole town at the same time. Yeah, like the laws of physics don't apply to him. They yeah, really because well, he can morph reality. Like he can change reality. Yeah. like you know what I mean. Like, and he, he's doing. I don't know if he's doing it with your mind, he, your yeah. soul. Because we your, find out later, he's, like, he's an alien or something. He's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's he's from the macroverse. It turns out he's yeah. actually like from. Oh, is that what the book? Is yeah, it? he's from above yeah. the universe where gods and stuff. Are. So he's an interdimensional. Yeah, being. He's an interdimensional being. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which so, sits better with me than alien for some reason yeah it doesn't yeah, it? Like yeah. he's more than that like yeah. he's not because he's not, alien would it still implies some sort of like even acid blood and yeah. a tongue with teeth on yeah, it to me he comes it's, across it's, as like primordial demonic sort of yeah, thing yeah absolutely like, you know, the kind of thing yeah. that, 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 that the reason we have folklore yeah exactly you know, yeah. based on and the reason why people are afraid of clowns yeah it's kind of like you know uh, people say we're afraid of snakes because of Adam and Eve and that's why we're on trusting the snakes because yeah. it's ingrained into us from biblical times and stuff. And like maybe Pennywise is so 100% old. True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Pennywise is so old. Maybe that's why we have yeah, this kind of fear it, yeah. clowns. You know what I mean? Like you that's know, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah because somebody survived and somebody well, told was a story. The first, wasn't he? Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like you know. But what I, mean? I don't know. I, what did you think of the face off? The face off I thought was brilliant. Like and as you said, like we get the you get the, the they go down for Bev because it, it, it yeah. takes Bev. Yeah, that that was what got them all back together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time we see the dead eyes. Yeah, or the dead lights. Right. Sorry, the dead lights. The dead yeah. lights. Sorry, because she wasn't. That's it. He goes to devour her, but she yeah. actually wasn't afraid. And I know he kind of goes, yeah, and he can realize that there isn't a stench of fear off her. Or yeah. at least not enough. Yeah, and that's why he doesn't eat her. Yeah. he just takes her, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. He leaves her with the deadlights and maybe she... I don't know what the deadlights really do, but I think... They hypnotise you, I think, and then yeah, make you float. But I think... Do you think maybe the deadlights is the kind of thing where uh, if the kids that maybe don't fear him at first, he can kind of store them for food later? I think so. I think it might be like... I think, a, and I think it leaves them in a state from like how maybe he perceives the universe, like outside of time and outside yeah. of... You know, because again, the laws of physics don't apply. It's completely immortal, you know, yeah. um, because she kind of has visions. As yeah. Who, who finds out that he... She gets taken bill as a... Yes, and he, he goes to the house, and the father is after being hit with a porcelain. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it, Pennywise pretends to be the father first. Yeah, isn't it? He masquerades as the father, is it? Yeah, and then, then but then she, she, then the real father kind of shows up, and he's like, "What are you doing, girl?" And then she gives, gives her the whole creepy thing, and she stands up for herself. Yeah, kicks him, hides in the bathroom, and then he says, "Open the." whatever the bath the bath carton she yeah. hits him in the, head the, the head of the toilet yeah. I thought it was great yeah. <laughs> and then of course yeah, she such has a handy weapon though yeah, the toilet, isn't it? yeah. Like, seriously. and then she turns around Pennywise not fucking I, I love that because it was a straight scene yeah. turns around Pennywise just grabs her yeah. like he's not fucking around Yeah, he's, he grabs her and he's using her and he's on the lure like I yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's like bait now. But that's it. And even though they'd fallen out, they were they realized that oh, yeah, we're not going to let one of us die. Losers stick together. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, and then when they go down and they save her, and then Ben gets his kiss, um, kind of sleeping beauty style. Uh, that's how he brings uh, her creep. around. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they have. I thought it was a great scene when she goes when she's down in the what is essentially his base of operations, and all the kids are floating overhead, and the little show opens up. It's Pennywise dancing, yeah. And she goes to make a run for it, and he jumps out. and I love it. It was just 
uh, he wasn't cloak and dagger anymore. Yeah. He was just there. What I love is the montage in the build up to this. Like I love a good montage. You know, when they're all getting their weapons together and yeah. stuff like that. But like the the bolt gun's a good idea though. Is that bolt in the book? Good, yeah. Is that in the book? I don't know. Actually, it's a good idea though isn't it because it, like if you're a kid like that that is an actual killing weapon oh it's a and you don't need a weapon that's, that he himself has used to kill yeah and it's you really, know what I mean? like it's it, it, it's to ready, he knows it works he's killed 50 60 sheep with yeah. it himself uh and again this is some do you remember what, uh, later when they're fighting and uh bill gets his hands on the ball cut shoots mm. shoots uh georgie yeah. in the head because pennywise is trying to yeah. fuck with him that way and then Pennywise comes back and he aims it again and, and Mike goes to shout, it's not loaded. And he pulls the trigger and it blows a hole through Pennywise's head yeah. because because Bill thought it was loaded. Yeah. And that's what made it a weapon. Yeah. And in that sense, that's why in the original 1990s one, uh, um, Ed uses uh, his inhaler and he, he says, this is acid. And he sprays it in Pennywise's face and Pennywise you know yeah. recoils and he's got all these acid burns so like i mean it is just strictly a belief system and if you can actually swallow your fear he can't touch you yeah. but good luck with that because he's so he's so terrorizing yeah and he's it's limitless what he can where you can make your mind yeah. go and the mind is designed to like react to external stimuli like i mean they're separated do you remember he fucked with a uh, Bill again when he, that the the real famous we all flow down here we all flow down here do you remember that like in the basement yeah. and it was like flooding and shit like yeah yeah that that scene's fucking terrifying as well uh, like, yeah like, that's the thing it's so this is like the thing that it's like we watch that and you feel a bit of fear yeah and and you are completely removed and in a safe place yeah so these kids are supposed to be in the world and they're supposed to somehow not feel fear and yeah like, and that's why telling stories like this through the guise of like a group of children is so like it resonates so much yeah because when you put your mind into the like when you put your head into the headset mindset of like a tom cruise and the mission impossible impossible like it's impossible to do that like so but if you can put yeah. your mind into like as you said if i'm feeling fear as a 33 year old man or whatever and i'm like imagine my mind as a 12 or 13 year old kid 12 or 13 year old vinnie goes into that basement not 33 year old vinnie goes into that basement yeah. Then it's a different ball game. Oh, absolutely! I lived in creepy places. I've been I, in I, creepy places. I mostly didn't like grow up, um, yeah. kind of like quarter, whatever an American version, I guess, would be. Yeah. The, the good-looking quarterback, most popular kid yeah. in school. You, I, I would relate closer to the losers. Oh, of course, yeah. I just did. I mean, not that it was. I mean, I had yeah. friends and stuff like yeah. that. And I wasn't did, particularly did, bullied did, or anything like that. You know, my producer saying that's yeah. untrue. <laughs> <laughs> We're not broadcasting this in Ireland. Are yeah. But we're just very, you know, in between the tracks. And uh, the yeah. kids were just, yeah, like you said, they were just relatable. Yeah. Because the one thing I know is I'd stick up for my friends. Yeah. I don't know if I'm taking on a Pennywise, but I'd stick up for my friends. And and that's it. You just, you could just, yeah, you could put but, yourself into these. Yeah, but Pennywise is just like the nth degree of a big bully or some that's shit. You know exactly what I mean? That's what all it is, though. Like, you know. That's exactly yeah, what it is. And, yeah. and like, it's like, it's in Stand By Me, it's Kiefer Sutherland or whatever. And in The Goonies, it's like, um, fucking, is it James Brolin? No, James Brolin's one of The Goonies, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's um, Or Josh Brolin, movie. sorry. He's one of the They don't need, they have, they have bullies up at the surface. And you remember, like, you Goonie. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they. But, yeah, the yeah, you know what I mean, like, and I sense. think that's the uh, the one one very reason these kind of stories are really successful. When you have a Goonies or Stand by Me, or or uh, fucking it, like you have the kids and they're so relatable, and that's why the sequel, like, that's why there's no sequel to the Goonies, there's no sequel to Stand by yeah. Me. That's why the sequel in it, like, maybe you know, because it's not as relatable because the fear isn't there as much, even though the characters are very afraid in it. But yeah, in the second, I think, yeah, exactly in this one. The, the in the second one they kind of went in armed mm. 
with, with, with the knowledge of how to really take it down. Well, they have to regain the knowledge in the second They have one. to regain the knowledge. But yeah. it's going back, and they're grown-ass, you know, that's yeah. successful, established people. Um, So it does, I don't know, the, with the kids, it just seems like them against the world. Yeah. And, like, Pennywise was the world, I guess, the yeah, yeah. with. Um, and like you said, a bully to the yeah. end degree. A bully will feed on your fear and then kill you as opposed yeah. to terrorize you and hurt you. Yeah, it, and it's kind of like earlier on in the movie when they stood up to Henry, that showed them how you deal with Pennywise. Yeah. You stand up to bullies. You yeah. don't run away from me, you don't back but down. But you said it well, like it is. Yeah. It's, just, it's just that concept of a bully taken to God tier. Yeah, but, exactly. But, but no, no Because less in the same way a bully um, reacts and uses your fear as your real weakness, that's what Pennywise does. And like, because when you stand up to a bully, like nine times out of ten to back down because they're really cowards. Because the only reason they're projecting their hatred out into the world is someone else is usually projecting their hatred onto them. Yeah. Quite like Henry and his father. Because Henry was only being uh, aggressive to other kids because the only reason, the only way he understood the world was aggression that he was experiencing from his father. Yes. And Pennywise probably came from this world of fear and death and manipulation. And that's why he's projecting that out into the world. So it's kind of like he's the bully into the 10th tenth, tenth degree because the whatever created him lived in benevolence. And that's why he's projected benevolence out into the world. Because that's what made him in the same way a bully yeah. is often projected. And all you are is taken and gone to different tiers of existence. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, and that's what he uses, like fear and shit. Like, and, I, and if you, as soon as you realize I don't give in to the fear, then I take away his well, that's power. When, when he had Bill and he said, like, I'll take just him. Yeah. And you can leave and go live normal. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good in this. He's so good. Bill Skarsgård. Like, oh, my God. Jumped. I've missed you. Do you think I he should have got a nominee for an Oscar for part one? Oh, I, 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 you know what? I, 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 well, yes, but I think you know what I mean? it's never a goofy, because there was a certain goofiness to, yeah, but to him. It was so menacing. It was so menacing. Like how it fucks with you when someone's being goofy and menacing yeah. at the same time. And what, like, as you said, like, you sometimes you look at going, What am I playing? Yeah, exactly. Am I the town? Yeah, you know what I mean. Am I the actual rock and am I the yeah. the, the granite and the fucking streets and the yeah? I, what am I like? You know. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, no, I think he was he was just phenomenal, phenomenal in it. I actually just loved Curry. I, I loved I loved the trip down to Bones. Yeah. But I, I just thought again when they went big, you might as well go big. And Skarsgård did it. And like job. and like for someone like Bill Skarsgård at the time as well, like he's not really super well known of. He's known of no. Yeah, like There's you know madam. what I mean. Like he's gone and done um what was the other one Castle Rock as well. Like yeah. and um, that's another adaptation from Stephen King. It's like it's not directly an adaptation of his uh, works, but it's it's set in his world. Of the of his works, if you know what I mean, like yeah, I've seen the first season, yeah. I haven't seen the second one, but I got cancelled. Unfortunately, Mr. Mercedes, another Stephen King, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mercedes, and my, that yeah. went off the rails after season one, in my opinion. I, I only seen season one. Yeah, good. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> um, but it was, but this, this, this was, this was one of the few Stephen King things that lended itself to a second film. Yeah, well, it, it had, to, yeah, it, it was the, it was the, they come back as a man and a woman. Yeah, to, to finish because if he didn't tell a part two, it's half a story only. It really is. Yeah, yeah. but at the, yeah, when he has Bill, he's just like you see, he gives them an out, their last chance. Yeah, and even like Stanley and everything just kind of goes, no. Yeah, we're here now, mm. and I love like Richie kind of goes, I told you this would happen, with Bill. I told you, and now, and now I'm gonna have to kill this fucking clown. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because he's terrified of the clowns, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Picks up a baseball bat, conveniently mm. placed in the kind of. But just a pile of nonsense, yeah, though, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. Tricycle. It's like things you'd associate with kids. Yeah. You know, like tricycles. Yeah, and red and, wagons and, and shit. Baseball like... mitts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and especially of the era. And yeah. uh, now it would just be iPads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, a like, stack of phones. Just iPads. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And you'll find them really easily because they'll be pinging. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like the baseball is a baseball app on the iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know, when they took him down and uh, you see him kind of almost starting to melt away because they're looking at him and he's less to them now. Yeah. And they're looking down on him before he falls down that Yeah, because that's, that's how he's probably, why he's so menacing because like he probably has this weird inferiority complex. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that he, hates he knows himself. he can be imagined away. Yeah, exactly. Like, despite having all that power. He could be, be forgotten. Like, Imagine that. Imagine, yeah. your, imagine your weaknesses that you could be forgotten. Yeah. That, that, that would be quite terrifying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in a sense, he lives in a fear of his own. Yeah. Um. So it's a full, I guess that's the full circle of it. Yeah, I love him. Beverly shows that fucking like bar or something to his fucking head. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Like, like I know it's a lot of special effects, but like, uh, the the design of it, like Pennywise, when his face manipulates and changes, and yeah. the smile gets you. It's so fucking well done, though. Like, it's you know, incredible. It's it's a few times where CGI actually pays off in horror, and yeah. this is definitely like one the of the deadlights in in <laughs> the back. Yeah, yeah, like that fucking sound. So with ominous. Bill, do you remember in the side? Well, I'd have to jump ahead, but when Bill Hay gets hit by the deadlight, like mid sentence, and just it the way his is, body goes limp, I thought that was. I, I, I went though. back over that a couple of times. Uh, like just just the absolute smoothness the of the way of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Um, but yeah, that that was it. I. On second viewing, I absolutely, absolutely... Is this only your second viewing? It's, well, I've seen... I've watched bits... I've watched all my favourite scenes. Do you see this in the cinema? Or yes, do you see it on I've release? I've seen this in the cinema and yeah. on release. And and then I, I downloaded it, obviously, and I watched it this week. Yeah, legally, of but course. Yeah, yeah, of course. You yeah, you got it from Amazon, I think. It was Amazon, 49, exactly I think where I got I think it from. Bought it for 49 each or something. Yeah, like. exactly. You mentioned yeah, it to me or something. I mean, support Jeff Bezos, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, Lex Luthor. Um, <laughs> uh, but... Hashtag, I see what you're doing, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, hashtag, he's actually <laughs> investing in anti-aging stuff now. So yeah. He wants to go to space and live forever. Um, it's grandma, I say let the rich people do all the shit because eventually they're going to want to make money off it and they're going to start selling it to us. Yeah. So yes. I'm in. Just let them, yeah, and people are like, oh, they're doing frivolous. you got to let Bezos, Bezos. Yeah, people are like, oh, they're doing frivolous things. I'm like, yeah, let them. Because yeah, yeah, eventually yeah. they're going to start selling it to us, people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, no that's how shit works. Yeah, it's works. consumerism. But, but um, I have to say, this film, I, I find it hard to really fault anything about it. Yeah. I, in fact, I think it's one of my favorite horror films. Yeah. That's how much I love it. Yeah. Like it's it def- might be in my top 10. Like Yeah. In, like, I think we're kind of lucky because there, for a while, the early 2000s, was a bit of a barren spell for horror in terms of legendary quality. They kept trying to bring back the slasher yeah, kind of genre, yeah, exactly. which had died out a little bit from the yeah, Scream era. Yeah, exactly. And because Scream was a leftover, because you have like a legend in Rest in Peace, Wes Craven, and you have a legend like him who was like born, like in, in, not in a sense like him being personally born, but his career, his style was born in the 70s and 80s. And the last remnant of that is, is Scream yes. because it breaks the fourth wall and mocks what what pretty much gave birth to it. He mocks he, himself. He you know, know, mocks what of, made him famous. Exactly. Yeah. And after Scream, we had a bit of a kind of a barren spell. In urban terms of, myth, urban legends. Yeah, but they're that, not yeah. iconic. As well. yeah. like, um, the first Saw was good, but the yeah. other Saws were just kind exactly. of Exactly. But it, yeah, even yeah. Saw, though, it's like mid-2000s, later 2000s. I think first Saw was 04. Yeah. Or, or, oh, actually, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So actually. I think so. You're 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 right there, smack in the middle of the nineties. Yeah. So maybe, maybe three of them before. So you're talking so like because we'd like to talk about like so legendary franchises screams in the nineties, one hundred percent, hundred percent. And so you're talking two thousands assault, hundred percent. And so like and then what we got very lucky in the pre the preceding decade, no, preceding that's the one that follows, isn't it? Yes. Or succeeding? No, proceeding. Yeah, is right. that right? Yeah. But the following decade, anyway, um, we got kind of lucky because we got a lot of like leg- like uh, modern iconic franchises like Conjuring, you got Insidious, and then you get Eight, who was probably, which is probably kind of the creme de la creme of the 
the major like I know Conjuring has spawned its own universe, but in terms of quality, I think it chapter one is probably the best modern horror in a lot of ways. Yes. In in the mainstream, I want to yes. say. Because there's probably ones other ones that are better. Oh no, like, I I agree. Like, if I'm taking like I'm taking like, like in a films quiet place, I enjoy like hereditary. Yeah. In a quiet um, place a probably quiet a better place. it's probably a better movie. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, in terms I, I don't of know, the I, in terms of the impact, I felt the, like uh, yeah, I felt like I was in the world. Yeah, and we really feel a quiet place, which we'll explain in the future, oh, God. <laughs> or we would have done in the we past. Should do that, <laughs> yeah, we should do a quiet place. For <laughs> yeah, fifty four times. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like I think like we got like it, it chapter one in terms of mainstream. Look at the merchandise. T-shirts, mugs, fucking figure, like you know what I mean, like, like, yeah, like, like when you look at it, like you got, uh, and the fact that I think it the miniseries was very popular, but I think because it the modern iteration was such a landmark moment where it hit the mainstream, everybody's seen it, like you know what I mean, yes. like, and I think that even kind of brought uh, the original back into the light again. Oh, it did. Uh, oh, sure. oh God, think, it did. Yeah, and that's the real, that's the sign of a successful remake, or yeah. you know what I mean, like, because like I think with Evil Dead when they had the remake in 2013, completely different, but because it was so good. People went back and watched the original trilogy. It's like, even though that's so different, you're shining a light back on the original Absolutely. content. And but I think, see, like the swings and roundabouts of yeah. it. Um, and that's like, you know, vampires just came back there yeah. in the 90s and yeah. early 90s. Because of Twilight and yeah, True Blood and all that. True Lies or True Blood, yeah. yeah. Um, true Lies. True Lies. <laughs> that's yeah. a very different story. Ernest Schwarzenegger instead of Alexander Skarsgård. Like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I'd watch that shit. What do I 100%. But this is the swings and roundabouts is that, you know, Steve, we're seeing some Stephen King now, but the fact that it this this decided, I know it didn't it didn't feel like a cash grab. Yeah, even though it grabbed a lot of cash, yeah. twenty times its oh, budget back. Yeah, it's and, like you're talking Marvel numbers, seven hundred million. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? like, yeah, you're talking Marvel numbers with with a quarter of the Marvel price tag. hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So so massive, but it but it it didn't feel like a cash grab. Yeah, it just happens to be extremely successful yeah. based and on how good it is. It's so good as well, and so successful that like it had this resurgence of Stephen King on screen. Oh, gotcha. Like, within the, the, like, right now, apart from Marvel, I'd say Stephen King is the most adapted person or creator on And you would have to, the only thing you can measure up is the entirety of the Marvel universe. Which is insane. Which is insane. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and saying that, Marvel has 25 movies now, including TV series in the MCU, give or take now, the Shang-Chi is out. All right, but Stephen King probably has more works that have been adapted than Marvel have had superhero movies. So I'd love to see them weighed up against each other. Yeah, and that's one person. Marvel was a team. You had Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, Steve Ditko. You know what I mean? And now you have Kevin Feige and multiple writers oh, like, yeah. working off source. I don't material. forget, like I mean, you know, they they came up with Ghost Rider and they came up with yeah. Spider Man, and then they let writer they brought writers in. Like, you know what I mean? Like the actual Marvel but, family is yeah. fucking. And huge. both his sons are writers. The amount of stories that was coming from Stephen King's sperm is insane. Yeah, is all I'm saying. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good seed. Yeah, it's a creative sperm, whatever. Creative sperm, yeah. The spice. Yeah. The spice. <laughs> <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you know you know. <laughs> that was good though. <laughs> um yeah, so like the big climax, and this is where they when they find out that like you know Pennywise he lives on fear. Without fear, he take away his power. Yeah, and like and they all face off, and I love that scene. As you said like Mike's like I'm gonna have to kill this fucking clown. He takes him out, like you know what I mean, and then like it leaves all perfectly. Um, because something you touched on earlier, because we we even though we see 
Pennywise, like you're going to starve or something they say to yeah. him. And he like he backs away and he gets down into the well and shit. And they know. What does he, he say? He says one thing before he Fear. Goes. Fear. That's it. Just he says, fear. Fear. And he gets sucked down because I think he only has a certain time limit. Like, yeah. It's probably a summer because it seems to do all these attacks from the summer. So the I same think like Akadas or whatever the name is. Yeah, kind of like, you know, like the Creepers, 23. Yeah. Because, well, I suppose when you look at it as well, like a kid is at their most weakest in the summer because the mother and parents are at work, you're not in school, you're out and about, you're doing your thing. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Like, you know, so that's like his hunting season. Every 27 years he comes oh, yeah. out for like a summer. And, and, and who, who knows what in what way he exists in that 27 yeah. years, you know what I mean? Like he, he exists on different planes of existence. This just might be something that he needs to sustain himself on this one it's, yeah yeah it's crazy yeah exactly it's like, such a high concept yeah and like the way they wrap it up is so well done because you said it lends itself perfectly because i haven't read the book obviously it's a thousand pages of course you're going to have the two stories yeah. but once you it's like jeepers creepers uh, even though you know the director's scumbag you know but um, allegedly but uh he the way you build in like the 27 years and the jeepers creepers you have the 20 comes out every 23 years yeah you build in, it's perfect for a sequel. I would have loved it. Like, could you imagine if they went out pure baller and they're like, we're going to wait 27 years to release a sequel? Oh, wow. Could you imagine that? Wow. Oh, my God. The you anticipation. have to make that be baller. The anticipation. Oh, like, God. Like, like, I mean, we're actually going to wait. Like, like yeah. Even if they did, like, we're going to wait till all those kids are growing up. Even 10, 15 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, when well you can make, because you're making them look a little bit younger than they are, and you can, do, on this other side of that, you yeah. can make them look a little bit older than they are, but you would still give it 15, yeah. 16 years. Yeah, oh the anticipation. God. Oh, fucking hell. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. nice to know that even if your career kind of starts to fade out, <laughs> it's no chapter you, got, you just have this chapter yeah. two. Kind chapter of like, two in the bag. Yeah. And you know, like, someone would be like super mega successful, and yeah. then you have like the one who's gained weight and yeah, you know, yeah. gone off the rails. And, yeah, like, you know, do, you think, do you think the little kid uh, that plays Ben York? When he's kid, I think he'll turn into Jerry O'Connell part two. Yeah, he's a 100%. <laughs> you know what? That guy's going to grow up to be a gorgeous, gorgeous motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It's going to do chapter two. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do that thing that what that the Stand By Me kid did yeah. and he was when he was in Scream. Jerry O'Connell, yeah. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. Said, uh, I think Finn Wolfhard's going to be a superstar. He's already coming. He's, he's, he's going to be Ghostbusters he, now. He's, yeah, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, things exactly. He's, got, he's, he's so funny. Yes. So funny, like, yeah, like he really is. He's got like a real kind of dryness to him, but like, even when he has to be the more, like, him being Mike Wheeler and him being Richie in um Stranger Things, and it's so close together, and like, you can clearly see them as both characters. That's yeah. a sign of a good actor, yeah. He, he, like, the way he plays Mike, Mike is kind of meek, and he comes out of himself and he gains the confidence from being yeah. at 11 and seeing the power of 11. It's like someone so powerful is interested in me. Then maybe I have this power within me, or yeah. whatever. And he kind of grows, but Richie's the kind of the opposite. Richie's like the motor mouth, never shuts the fuck Johnny up. Johnny Big Balls. Yeah, yeah and yeah, he yeah. and he only learns humility when he's faced with the fact that it can actually make him go missing, can replicate this fucking dummy. And he's like, oh, oh all right, cool. Now then that's or oh, you can't. You're like you're just so out there, and let, let your the most basic compound of yeah. your existence can be just like what you want to do with your life and that his would be settle down maybe and meet a man or something like yeah, that yeah. and you couldn't even be honest with that so he's actually in a way he's very scared yeah exactly like, know, yeah, and so. that's why he's probably so braggadocious yeah exactly it's a, yeah. a it's overcompensating yeah, yeah it's a defence yeah. mechanism like you but know yeah, I mean? no, a great actor great yeah, actor yeah, like great film yeah just, just, just a great round film uh, and 
just improved on the second one. Can't wait to get into it. <laughs> and what did you like before we we fucking wrap this up and uh, we go to part uh, part two episode part two. two. Uh, and um, what did you think uh, was the real strong points of a chapter one? Because like we've kind of it's been okay. a bit of a love fest, but like rightfully so. The set pieces were impressive. The character set pieces were great. Yeah, yeah. the character building it was character driven, while at the same time being horror driven. Same uh, time, every character encompassing something different to the human experience. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, because like Michael, like you know, being a young man of color back in the eighties, he obviously suffered racism from and shit like that, and they encompassed yeah. that. Uh, Beverly, because you know, slut shaming and shit like that. Yeah, like, based on nothing. Yeah, exactly. You like, know, you know, based on just I don't know. The yeah, and Ben beating being, him up because he was new and different. He's all stuff we've all experienced. Yeah, Ben been a large kid. Yeah, exactly. You know, ben was just the the, the large. He kid, literally so. was like a soft touch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a complete, did, you know, he like new kids. On the block I love yeah. I love when you <laughs> shows the back of the door. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's that's great. And the, the music plays for a second. Yeah, and, and she just and he's he just, like, yeah, he's got this like cool conspiracy theorist. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that was that was a great little kind of yeah. moment. Of, I love when he meets her first, and he's such a mess, and he's like, he's he's got like a school project. Yeah, and he's and trying to pick up his bike, and he's trying to hold a school project, and he's like uh, yeah. fumbling and everything, and like he breaks the thing and it's falling apart, gets tangled up in his headphones. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like it's like poor dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's what one one of the extra the extra strengths. Like you know, it's it's still character driven, even though it's a fucking horror movie and it's mainstream and it's all these things. And it's got these big set pieces. And I think that's why it is better because it lands better and it's more relatable than in chapter one and is in chapter two. Yes, and I think that's the main strength. That's the, a good the, yeah, yeah no, the relatability of the it. So we were, yeah, so I think some of the strongest the strongest points as we were saying, character driven, hundred percent. Yeah. Different people who encapsulate different. You can't not the full human experience, of course, but yeah. like a lot of it. Yeah. And um, some of the harder coming of age points. Yeah. And then there's the lightning in a bottle, which is chemistry. Yeah. Because there's some great films, and even have chemistry with the villain as well. Yeah, even so have chemistry, which is strange, but yeah, there there is there is a twisted chemistry yeah. there. <clears throat> and um, third was the set pieces. Yeah. You know they just work. They just they the just big scares. The big scares, big moments. Yeah. Um. And yeah. building the mythos as well. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like it was so terrifying. Like it's like when like uh Ben is discovering the past of Derry. And like I love that when he's like uncovering more things and cover more things, like you said, the whole town was kind of like this weird state of um not like nonchalantness, but it's like a disinterest or mm. just they were so used to people going missing, people going missing, people going missing, and like they never really look into the history that this yeah. they're actually this But they start to forget because don't forget because people who lose their children without answers they they look for those answers for the rest of their lives yeah they never stop they never take their yeah. foot off and maybe not in every case yeah but if you had six times the national average you would have enough parents taken to the streets constantly yeah. no there is this kind of cycle a yeah. short memory span or yeah. and like you said a disinterest or yeah, yeah. it just comes to go like they might even they might even forget and like after 27 years you might even forget yeah because yeah. i i think i wonder uh, any of the parents ever seen pennywise when they were younger yeah, and if they did, if they survived, yeah. if they, they forget. Yeah. Because otherwise they'd leave. Yeah. And mate, that's it. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, it's like cows in a pen. Yeah. All they know is the pen. Yeah. And they can't get beyond it. Or And even like, you know, it's like a cow's in an electric fence. Yeah. You, you electrify that fence, but if they, you, could, you could turn off the electricity after a while. And they won't go near they it. They won't go near it. And yeah. all it is is one tiny piece of wire. Something they could easily jump over. Something they could easily walk through. Yeah. You know, like, they're a ton of, 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 of walking muscle. Yeah, beefcake. <laughs> beefcake. <laughs> but, like, that's it. It's like that kind of mentality only to humans. Because they are, again, you are the livestock. Mm. It feeds on you. You're no different. Mm. 
so yeah, it was, it, that, that, that mm. just encapsulated it. And that's what makes it a horror. I mean, yeah. it's horrifying. Yeah. The concept of it is horrifying. Exactly, like this fucking ageless creature that feeds yeah, on children's exactly. fears and stuff. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? And literally feeds on children themselves. Yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't get away from it in a car. Yeah. You can't... You He'll know, even feed on human adults we've seen in part, in part two as well. Like, yeah. Because you know, as you said, Ben touched on, well, adults is three and one. It's three times the national average, but kids is even worse. It's yeah. six times the national average. Obviously, um... Children are the delicacy. Yeah, they, 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 which is easier they, prey, though. They're easier prey, and the scare. I think they just because I do think you have to a certain amount of terror, and I think the terror when you can mess with a child's a more active imagination. Yeah, a child that can't rationalize things. Yeah, to the same degree. Yeah, so I think children are the filet mignon. You know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and adults are just a, a nice hearty burger. Yeah, or just a good sterling or sterling, like you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A nice, yeah, a T-bone. <laughs> a T-bone, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, so, like, do you think, like, uh, before we get the fuck out here, do you think, like, It Chapter 1, because I touched on it earlier, son, you know, my thoughts, I think it'll age well. Oh, I think uh, it'll be iconic. Yeah, and I think so, too. I think, like, it'll be, it'll, like, in the same way Conjuring has aged really, really well from yeah. its inception, like, you know, I think, like, there's a few modern horrors that are going to age really well and going to become classics in the same way, like uh, Halloween, or Friday the 13th, yeah. or like a Nightmare on Elm Street. So they'll be teaching Halloween in, in, in film classes in 50 years. Yeah, and they will. They, like, yeah, they should be, if they're yeah. not, like already. They're, they and and like, it could have been a moment to turn the corner. I don't know yet. Yeah. And it, it's, it was it's, certainly, it certainly felt like something new. It shows the big budget horrors are completely viable. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? And that's like a thing, like when Iron Man showed that superhero movies are completely viable. Yes. And Pennywise, no, and I suppose saying that though, in a lot of ways, it's probably maybe Conjuring, maybe might show because this uh, the commercial success of a Conjuring and Insidious that preceded, um, uh, in it chapter one might have shown that like horrors can still be bigger, but or honestly, like, yeah, absolutely, you know, they can still yeah. hit the mainstream. You know what I mean? A quiet place like, made a bucket of money. As yeah, well. yeah, because yeah, a, a quiet place came out around the same time as it. It was about the same time as. Yeah. I think a quiet place is twenty eighteen. Yeah, uh, so I think it was it. it was a quiet place could have been six months or seven. You know, yeah, like less than twelve months apart. So like, like they're the real big kind of like the flagship kind of. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. Of the last few years, for things that went into the cinema against probably more mainstream films that were expected that film. Films that certainly thirty years ago would have, you know, out out shunned them, and yeah. they're not. They're, they, they, yeah, horror has become viable. Yeah, and hallelujah, to be yeah. honest with you, you know. And uh, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> um, but do you want to say anything else about uh, H Chapter One before we go? No, just I'm absolutely awesome film all around. And if you didn't like it, there's something wrong with you, not the film. No, there's something wrong with you, not it. Not it. <laughs> is what I said. <laughs> First time. <laughs> Boom. You cut that together, Karen. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, yeah, I'm the same way. I think it's going to grow and I think it's going to age really well. And I think it's like, uh, I've seen it many times in the last four years. Um, it's very rewatchable. And like, even though, like, I think two hours might be the perfect length because part For, two yeah. dealt with some length and pacing issues. Of it, was, it was a lot. It was their yeah. lives yeah. against the terrorization of their lives. Yeah. It was a lot. And yeah. this, this one is so quick. It's so pacey. It's yeah. so like, it's like, cause like straight away, Georgie gets taken and it's yeah. like introducing and you see the fears, ba ba ba. People are getting scared and then you bring them together and then have to find yeah. out how to fight against it. But then when, as soon as they realize they can fight against it, they get separated again or they're weak. And again, he onslaught comes on and then takes Bev and then Bill's like, we have, this is how we, we have to go against it. We can't be always on the defense. We have to attack. Like, it, it's, it's so quick. 
and then straight away it's to the end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like straight away, like thirty. The two seconds. hours do pass. They do. Yeah, it's Jeez, uh, yeah, and like even when, like it's, that's what I'm saying. Like real quality horror, real quality movies are so rewatchable. Like in a quiet place, we've watched it for more than one reason or another recently. And every time I watch it, I enjoy the fuck out of it. And the yeah. flies by, and the pace, and this is so quick. And it's like, but again, it didn't feel like a cash grab. Yeah, and you know, I didn't like. Yeah, you know, it feels just it's just a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's not even just a good horror. It's just a good movie. It's just a good movie. Because yeah. as you said, take Pennywise out. It's still a good film. Like, it's actually it's still just, a good movie. If you have the story. That's what's so crazy. If Hemi- I probably, to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't be the guy who's in the theater watching it. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I wouldn't be, you know, everything yeah. has to be a horror. It's just like a modern then. standby but, me. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But honestly, if I can't, if I did watch it, I'd be like, this is actually a real good Exactly. Film. Like if Henry Excellent Bauer was the villain you know, yeah, like, exa- or something. Yeah, Bowers is the villain. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then just trying to get away and have a summer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've seen worse concepts for films than that. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's what makes it so strong. Like a good horror or something, if you take out the horror aspect and you still have that human story and it's still a strong story, then you have a good movie, not just a good horror. And I think that's what It Chapter One did. And I think like movies like Conjuring and stuff like that kind of did that as well. Because like you really relate to the family and you want to see the family surviving the Conjuring. And then like and that's why that hit the mainstream because it's really relatable. And when yes. you have an It, the reason that hits the mainstream, it's not just because it's a good movie, because it's so relatable. And that's something we talked about a lot during the movie. And I think that's the big strength about it. And whereas part two lacked a little bit in relatability, a small bit. And that's why you know it just half the numbers you know what i mean like yeah you know and it's just it's in the numbers like you know but um i think it chapter one it's a solid film all the way through you get the action as you said the scares the human parts of the story and i think four years on now it's nearly half a decade since it came out all the special effects look like as if it was made this year oh absolutely you know yeah. what i mean yeah, it's no like, cutting edge, yeah, yeah the movie is the sorry the money is right there on the screen yeah and i think that's what's going to help it age yeah. really really well over the next five ten years maybe you absolutely know? so we get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here all right folks uh this is invasion of the poly snatchers i'm your host vincent green i'm your host no we got Karen mack in the back and thanks for joining us for another episode we'll be back soon in it chapter two and uh see you next time motherfuckers peace